0: Well, hello out there. It's Simon Pickens from the Norwood Salvos. Uh, If you're part of the Worship Collective uh, or from Norwood Salvos, uh, on behalf of Renee uh, and Simon, I just want to say I hope you have a happy Easter. It's Easter time. Hey, I'm recording this on Monday, so Sunday just gone was Palm Sunday. Uh, And I hope that you had a chance to go and check out one of the local faith communities or the churches who are um, leading Palm Sunday services Uh, But hey, I wanted to just check in with you and just to encourage you that this is one of the or is the biggest Christian celebrations in the yearly calendar. Now Christmas is awesome But the entire Christian faith is centered around Easter. So yes We should definitely pass on gifts. But if you only go to church one time a year, this is it. Go check this out. Hey, I want to just encourage you about the three things that happen, uh, particularly over the Easter period. Uh, And the first one is we celebrate King Jesus on Palm Sunday. You know, all people have some sense of expectation about who Jesus is to them, what they want him to do, and how they want him to do it. But one of the things that really struggled with the disciples, with the followers, with all kinds of people who were just, you know, interested in what Jesus was doing at the time, is that Jesus almost never met their expectations. He always kind of did his own thing. Uh, Well, actually, he didn't do his own thing. He knew the expectations of his father God And he only ever met them That were the only expectations he focused on Our expectations, the disciples' expectations He would always kind of just do his, uh, his own thing So when we think about King Jesus Some of those followers Uh, had seen him do the miracles they'd heard about the prophecies they'd seen all the cool things and this momentum was building Uh, but one of the things that they were waiting for was a warrior king someone to come in and kick butt and take names you know but Jesus wasn't like that he was a a king who was going to transform uh, an individual's life a community's life and a, a global life by grace mercy love and ultimately by sacrifice So this King Jesus, uh, when he entered into town, uh, all of these people, every single one of them came out and they had different expectations. But he kind of just did his own thing. Uh, So there's King Jesus. Uh, Whoever he is to you, uh, we must always remember that he is the Son of God. He is the royal son of God, and he calls us all to be royals with him, to join the family of God. Okay, the second thing that happens, and probably the one that most people uh, know and reflect on the most, and that's the second stage, which is Jesus' death. So that is where Jesus gets arrested, he gets tortured, and uh, ultimately one of the main reasons why Jesus gets taken to die is because they the Romans say hey some people are saying you're a king you're declaring yourself a king well we can't have more than one king so if you're saying you're a king well unfortunately we're gonna let them kill you like you're going to have to die so just tell us that you're not a king and that's fine and Jesus ultimately said well you know, you're going to say whatever you want to say. They're going to say whatever they're going to want to say. But I am not going to deny that I'm the son of God. Uh, so you do what you got to do. And they, and they did. They took him to a cross where uh, they executed criminals, particularly political criminals. And Jesus was hung on the cross in a very brutal way. And he died. But why does that mean? You know, there's some Old Testament prophecies that told us that the Messiah, the, the one that God will send of himself, will come, he will suffer, and he will die to replace the penalty of sin. Crazy stuff. But the idea is, in the Old Testament's mind, in their Old Testament thinking, in the old world, the idea was is that you could only be redeemed from sin by blood. By giving a blood sacrifice or paying the penalty. So you would have to outgo uh, a great deal of wealth to pay for a blood sacrifice, like a pigeon, a goat, or something like that. And we're thinking archaic times, old times. Uh, but Jesus uh, came along and he said, I will pay the ultimate price for sin. I am of God, I am the Son of God, and I will pay this sacrifice. For the sins of those now and for the sins of those in the future. So they only ever need to come to me and I will take them on. Now it doesn't say this in scripture, but theologians would probably look at this and say, well, because Jesus is eternal. You know, once he dies, he returns to God and uh, he continues to live on. So Jesus can do whatever he wants with sin. So the idea is that Jesus pays the ultimate price for a sin we only but need to ask him to take that on and he'll take on the penalty of sin. And so when Jesus dies or he allows himself to die, he dies as King Jesus who holds the authority and the right to own those sins and take on the sins of the world. And he pays the ultimate price for that. So Jesus dies. So he's the king. He dies. But then three days later something miraculous happens and that is jesus rises from the dead so his king who dies then rise And the risen is when we should be partying. Because death cannot defeat Jesus. Sin does not defeat Jesus. Jesus is the ruler over all of those things. He cannot be defeated by our guilt, our shame. He is greater. He is stronger. He is amazing. He is everything that we need him to be. So when we look at this, this is the time to party. This is the time we should get together with our family and our friends. and We should eat. We should celebrate. Uh, it's a Passover. So uh, in the old times, they'd have lamb. So go cook a lamb roast or something and get on board with Passover. Whatever it is, this is the time to party. Uh, so I just want to remind you is that Easter is about the king who dies then rise. And over the Easter time, if you haven't had a chance to jump in or check out one of your local faith communities or the cell or your local Salvo's core, then I just want to encourage you to do that. Jump into the thing, the part that you connect with the most. Now, Palm Sunday's already been, but you've still got uh, got Good Friday coming up, and Good Friday is when we stop and we reflect. This is the stop where we we calm, we slow things down, and we reflect on the sacrifice that Jesus gives to pay the ultimate price for sin of those then. And for the sin of those now. And then after that, come the, on Sunday, we celebrate the risen Jesus. And we say, He is risen. And then some weirdo will say, He's risen indeed. Uh, it, you know, whatever you are, it might not do that. So just get on board, go check it out. Uh, Hey, so on behalf of the Nord Salvos and the Worship Collective, wherever you are, whatever you're doing over this Easter period, stay safe and enjoy your families. And we just hope you have a great time and we look forward to seeing you. Uh, if you're a part of the Worship Collective, uh, note the change of date, 21st of August. So uh, 21st of August, 7 p.m. at the Norwood Salvos. Hey, have a great Easter. God bless. We love you. Stay safe. Bye.